Can you hear me, Eric? Can you hear me? All right, I can hear you. Awesome. Yes. Can you hear me? Yep. I'm going to start here soon. All right, then. Trying to get the WSN going. All right. When I start on WSN, could you do me a huge favor? Could you go over there and make sure that the sound's not echoing? I can do that. What's up, Richie? What up, Jester? And Jester, you can call in if you want. It's up to you. I don't know if you got if you're doing something or not, but <laughs> I got about a minute and fifty seconds left before I get actually get started.
Almost there. Hazy ain't hot enough. <laughs> Five seconds. Is my mic too loud? You sound fine to me. Awesome. Alright, we're live on WESN. Let me go ahead and cut this off. Alright, Eric, uh, let me know while I'm talking here uh, if that if WSN is echoing, and let me know if the sound's good too. Uh, Ralph said there was an echo yesterday, and when I'm on the show, I'm using my camera to film, so I don't, uh, and I turn the notifications off, so I don't get the, you know, I can't. I don't know when he texts me, let me know if there's an issue. Uh, what's up? We've got something to say. If you got something to say, then say it. Um, any news, Eric? Oh, I don't know if he's there. Um, you, you've, the, got, you've got Echo going on over on WESN, apparently. I do? Okay. Uh, let's see. I don't know why it's echoing. Yeah, I don't know why it would be echoing, to be honest with you. Is it really bad? Eric? Um, Apparently it is. Hold on. How about now? Same thing? I'm, I'm, hear I'm hearing a lot of reverb in the background. Okay. Oh, hold on. Let me try this. No, that won't work. How about now? How about um, now? Refreshing the browser. Is that better? About to check it out. The sound meter's working. I can't hear it, so I don't know if it's um, uh, how it sounds. Is it good? Um, let me know if it's not. But I, it looks like um, the sound's going. I can't do anything. Um, it, it it sounds really glitchy now. Yeah, dang, I don't know what my problem is. I haven't done anything different. Hold on. Um. Oh, how, uh, how about now? Oh wait. Um, it it it's still kind of sounding crackly. Still now. Damn. I'm hearing it, but a That's, little, a little bit of an echo. Yeah, that, still. That wasn't gonna work. Hold on. Damn this thing. You know what? I got a better idea to get it to work. I'll just do it like this, and we can't have any call-ins. But that's okay, because I got a lot to say, and I want this to work, and it will work. All right. Uh, now, how about now, Eric? Is it good? Um, it still it, appears to be um, sounding real glitchy. 
still. Uh, hell, I don't even have it. I don't even have it open anymore. Uh, I I have it open on my Mac now. It shouldn't be glitchy anymore. But let's try this. I think it went All right. to an automated feed. Is now good? Uh, it should be good now. I have it working. I, I know I sound good on Podbean. It's it's WSN. I'm trying to get it work working. <laughs> the flux. Uh, if you, but I I should be all right now. Everything should be good with it. I mean, I, the sound's working. Everything. I don't know what's given that echo. Uh, I haven't even changed anything uh, or tried nothing new, so I don't know what the problem is. Ralph it sounds like it's been happy, corrected. Though. Has it? So it's I sound clear now, right? That's all. It. As yeah, but I've got good. to keep that volume turned down so it don't create any kind of audio feedback or reverb. No, that's or... okay. As long as I sound good, I don't need you to listen to it. I just want to make sure it wasn't an echo. I want to make sure I got it right. So, uh, uh, I'm going to start this Facebook thing. I got it All right. Sorry, guys. That wasn't supposed to work out like that, but we're going to go live on Facebook. And if you could uh, check that too, because I, I did change something on the Facebook settings as far as the video stream is concerned but other than that everything should be good now uh i don't know if any of you guys been paying attention but or let me start off with this announcement inflation report came out today at eight and a half percent now yesterday i talked for two hours about the whole economics behind um russia going on the gold standard how it could undermine the dollar and all the moving parts behind that. And last month's report, inflation was higher. He said, is that including food and energy? It's not including food or gas prices. So it's actually higher than eight and a half percent. They don't, the CPI that they report to us doesn't include gas prices or food. I, I know it doesn't include gas prices, but I'm pretty sure it doesn't inf- include food either because they say it's too volatile which is crazy. So inflation is actually a lot higher than that eight and a half percent. And I've gone over that before too. And Eric, if you could on Facebook, let me know if the video is smooth and looks good, but looks and sounds good. Awesome. So what is it going? Uh, but I did talk about how it was going to undermine the dollar. I said that I don't think we're going to have food shortages here in the U S but there are going to be massive food shortages elsewhere. And that's going to cause prices to rise here because we're going to be somewhat accountable for trying to make up the supply in other areas. Same thing with the European union, but you have other variables like the increase in cost of agricultural production for diesel. That's way up fertilizer, way lower supply because Russia is not exporting any. So there's so many moving parts. And I went into that yesterday. I'm not going to go too in depth on it today. But I was just bringing that up because it just goes to show. Uh, yesterday, after I got off of the show, I read where Jen Psaki was saying that uh, inflation was going to be a lot higher. And damn if it wasn't. I think it's going to keep going up. Now, the next thing. Today, this morning in New York City, there was a shooting uh, in a subway station. I would say how many people got shot. But I was on the phone with Jester earlier before this and the headlines read this you had surprisingly cnn had the best headline straightforward 10 people shot 
in New York subway. Good job, CNN. I'll applaud you for that. Fox News. 29 people hurt, 10 shot. Uh, ABC 7. 28 people shot or hurt. Every headline read differently. And I told Jester, I said, you know, I should go write an article on my site and copy and paste the body of like a CNN or a Fox News article and then make the headline uh, updated numbers show 50 some people shot today in New York City just to get the fucking clickbait because that's all they're doing. Every headline had different information because instead of, you know, them saying, um, uh, you know, multiple people shot this morning in the New York subway station, they have to give a number. Why? Because, you know, the first thing people do when they go on, you know, Google and are trying to look up the news, they type in how many people were killed today in the New York City shooting. Or they type in New York City shooting and they're trying to find, but that's the number they're looking for. How bad was it? So what's the news do? Okay, so more than half of the people were hurt trampling over each other trying to run away from the gunmen. Ten were still shot, but we're going to actually triple the amount of people that are allegedly could have been shot, whether they were or not, and provide all that misinformation. That's where the misinformation campaign comes in. And it's all about just getting those views. And I'm actually surprised that CNN didn't have the highest number and the most misleading title because they're the ones that need the viewership. (laughs) Regardless. It's funny. It's not funny. The shooting's not funny. None of that's funny. But what is funny is the timing. We had another shooting last week in California. I don't know all the details on that, but I do know it was a mass shooting. Uh, and I think Sacramento it was. So don't correct me if I'm wrong. But It was Sacramento. Yeah. Do you know how many people were shot, Eric? Um, I haven't read into it to know for sure. Okay. okay. Uh, and just so you know, those on uh, WSN, I don't think can hear you. But what I'm getting at is that happened last week. Then you have another big one this week. Now, in between the two, just yesterday, Biden is going over his nomination for the the head of the ATF and is talking about how they want to get rid of ghost guns. I'm going to go over ghost guns. I'm going to do another demonstration. I have done this before on the show, and I love doing gun demonstrations on the show. I love debunking the arguments and the stupidity of these anti-gun activists. However... Uh, the timing's impeccable with this administration. And you know that they're going to leverage these events and put it on the gun. We know it's going to happen. And I, I will bet someone, I will take the Vegas odds, whatever they may be, but I guarantee they're in my favor, that the gun used today will be an unregistered firearm. And when I say unregistered, I'm not talking about one that has a serial number They just didn't register it. No, I'm talking about a ghost gun. And more than likely, it's not even a ghost gun. But they're going to say it is. And and if they do, then you immediately know this is a bunch of bullshit. 
Because the chances of, of that fucking being a ghost gun, a legitimate ghost gun, the day after Biden's talking about banning ghost guns, come on. You know, some people say they don't believe in coincidences. Now, that doesn't uh, downplay the incident. And it doesn't downplay, you know, that gun violence is not, is a, it's, you know, bad. Like, obviously it is. Anytime someone's getting shot, it's bad. But where I start having a problem, and I wish Jester could have called in, but we can't now because uh, the whole WSN thing, but that's no big deal. Uh, but I was talking to him on the phone. We talked for a little while. And it's just, it's, isn't it crazy? The inconsistency of these arguments. If you're going to argue something, be consistent, right? If you're worried about people getting killed, if you're worried about crime, then be consistent on what you're arguing against. If you're going to blame the gun, then make sure you're, you're blaming the, the pill that they take. Make sure you're blaming the needle that they shoot. And you know the fucking Biden administration is not blaming the needles that's killing heroin addicts because they're shipping needles out in their little fucking drug kits. <laughs> so, you know, make sure that you're blaming the car when it, when someone gets caught or gets in a wreck and dies, make sure you're blaming the alcohol. If they're in the car, if they're drinking and driving and kill someone, that's all I ask, but don't fucking blame the gun. If you're going to blame the people in the other situations. Don't be inconsistent. Now, I got my firearm with me. Those of you on Podbean, you can't see this, but Facebook can. Uh, I'll show you. I have a loaded magazine. Gun is hot. It's loaded. All right. Now I'm going to put it right here in front of me. It's facing a safe direction. And who wants to take a bet, a monetary bet? We can bet whatever you want. But my odds are that it won't go off. Does anyone want to take the other side of that bet? Anybody at all? If you do, let me know. We can put, I, I got... My life savings. You want to put my life savings on it? Uh, I bet you this gun doesn't go off the whole time. And if it does, it's because I did something wrong and I touched it. So if it, as long as it's sitting on this desk, it won't fire. We'll, uh, we got two hours. That should be enough time for it to make its decision. So what I'm getting at, and everyone knows that the shit ain't going to fire unless I shoot it. The gun is not the problem. You can't blame an inanimate object for the actions of a stupid person. And people are going to say, well, I can't believe you called him stupid. Maybe he had something wrong with him. Yeah, obviously he was fucked in the head if he went and shot 10 people and hurt 28. Sorry, the number is anywhere between uh, 120,000 people dead in the New York subway this morning and 10. Or, sorry, in zero, because I don't think they had any dead reported. But the news is probably going to range it between there somewhere. You probably can't, I'm sure this gunman, with his ghost gun, killed more people 
than Russian soldiers have died in Ukraine in the last month. <laughs> You'll probably see that number pop up somewhere. So we're going to blame an inanimate object. My gun, I believe it's a polymer, not all metal. It's polymer. Then I have my AR-15 right here. I'm going to do another demonstration here in a little bit with that. Let's talk about the ghost guns. A ghost gun, you want to talk about definition, is something that it can't be tracked. That's what they don't like. It can't be tracked. It's not registered, and it doesn't have a serial number. It's really the big thing. The serial number is what matters. You can get that a couple different ways. Either someone buys a gun with a serial number, or they steal a gun with a serial number, or they are given a gun with a serial number, and they scrape it off. They grind it off. I, I do want to let you know, though, that every gun kind of has its own fingerprint. When they do ballistics, they can actually trace it back to a specific gun, serial, serial number or not, as long as they have the gun in, you know, in possession. So the odds of you getting a gun that has a serial number from someone that committed a crime and a gun from someone that committed a crime that doesn't have a serial number are probably the exact same. I, because odds are you have an idea on who did it and whoever did it is obviously in possession of that firearm or was at the time. So serial number or not, if he shoots someone, it doesn't fucking matter where he got the gun from. You're looking for the gun. What does it fucking matter if you can trace that gun back 10 people through registration when the guy that already committed the crime is either still in possession of the firearm or, or disposed of it somewhere? It's not like it has a tracking device when it has a serial number here. <laughs> so that doesn't really matter. The only thing the serial number does is allow you to, uh, if you don't know who did the crime and you found the gun, which is not how it is in this situation, because I don't think they, they, they found either of them yet, but it could help you go back and have a paper trail on who could be connected to that gun. But... As far as what Biden wants to ban, he's not wanting to just ban uh, all ghost guns here, right? That fit into that definition. He only wants to ban the do-it-yourself kits, which when I think of a ghost gun is what a ghost gun is. And that is you can go buy the 80% lower or less, which means you can buy the lower. So it, I'm thinking of an AR-15, right? And I'll show you for those of you watching. If I break this in half, where's the pin? See, hopefully I can get out with my thumb here. So if I break this gun in half here, and it splits, right? And then there's another pin up here. This right here is the lower. This has to be registered. It has to be registered unless I buy it 80% finished, which means it won't have the trigger, won't have the... Uh, stock, it won't have the uh, the grip, it won't have any of that, and it won't have all the the pieces in it, and it won't have the holes. It'll only have the magazine part filled, uh, drilled out, and I think some of them don't even have that. 
So what you're buying basically is a hunk of aluminum or whatever it's made of, plastic, okay, whatever. People can literally 3D print a lower out of polymer or it'd be resin if you 3D printed it and create the lower. You can buy all the other parts of the gun without uh, a background check. Uh, you, you can have it shipped to your house. They're just parts. Why? Because a barrel is just a piece of metal. It doesn't have a firing mechanism. doesn't have anything like that, right? You can buy a scope, a sight, doesn't matter. What they don't want is when you have the lower, and if you were able to buy a fully assembled lower, then you have the uh, operational piece to the firearm and what makes it fire. The trigger, the firing pins, all that. Uh, so... Basically, when you're buying these ghost guns, these kits, what they're not telling you, except Biden did pick one up and he picked up a pistol and said, you know, all you need is a little drill and it takes about 30 minutes. It takes a little longer than 30 minutes, but he's failing to tell you that all you're buying is a piece of metal. That's it. You're not, you're, yeah, you're buying all the other parts, but you can't ban that. Again, all you're doing is buying an inanimate object. So are you just going to not allow uh metal workers and welders or anyone that kind of works around that stuff that has that kind of skill to own a firearm or be allowed to possess a firearm at all or be even be around them because they had the skill to uh create a lower i mean you could literally go buy a block of aluminum and completely mill it out yourself it's not difficult they're forgetting to tell you that when you buy these do-it-yourself kits, you're actually building the fucking firearm. Yeah, is some of it done? Yeah. Great. So I don't spend... if I'm spending, you know, an hour on it instead of two. That's it. All because I don't want it to be tracked or I don't want it to have a serial number. And again, it doesn't matter. Because the people that are doing these crimes aren't even getting these guns legally in the first place. Which means they're probably stealing it or they're probably um, getting it from some kind of illegal trade. And that serial number is fucking irrelevant. Completely irrelevant. It means nothing at that point. The only time it would matter is if the guy actually owned the gun legally, registered it in his name, and... Uh, you went and shot someone. That's the kind you're looking for. And the majority of shootings do not involve that scenario. Why? Because legal gun owners abide by the law. They're not bad people. And you have 330 plus million firearms. Sorry, there's more firearms than people in the United States. And what is their, you know... Chicago may have a bunch of mass shootings, but other than that, as far as these incidences, like this one in New York and this one in uh, Sacramento last week, well, you may have five a year. Okay, that's a lot. Like I said, every death is too many. But f five guns, assuming it's not the same person doing but all the mass shootings, five guns out of 350 uh, million plus firearms in the U.S., That's like winning the fucking that's that's you have better odds of winning the lottery 
than you do running into the firearm that has committed one of these mass shootings. Think about that. Think about those odds. The odds are even smaller if you are trying to find a firearm that was legally owned and used in a mass shooting. Don't let these fucking politicians... Let me put this back. Don't let these politicians lie to you. If you want to have a conversation about gun control or, or debate it, let's do it. But don't lie. Don't just make shit up. Especially, and, and one thing I don't ever understand, this is the, where the ignorant part comes in. You would, it, they act like gun ownership is like a very, very, very small minority of our population. And that most people in the U.S. don't even know anything about guns. No, they need to understand when they, when they get up and they start talking about firearms, this is a very unique situation in the U.S. Like, this isn't them getting up and talking about uh, even voting. This isn't like they're getting up and talking about immigration or taxes or finances, right, where a lot of people may not know a lot about that. No, the majority of Americans are very, very, very well-versed on guns. And uh, I can't take calls right now. Uh, but they're very well versed on guns. We know what we're talking about as, as Americans. So when the, when our politicians and the mainstream media gets up there and starts preaching to us about gun control, everyone knows they're full of shit. But you have enough of a majority that don't know about guns that make this an issue. So that brings me to the next point, which kind of brings me back to the inanimate object and the consistency of this argument. By the way, we're 30 minutes in, and my uh, pistol has not fired yet. So some of y'all are on your way to losing money if you took my bet. But we don't... If we're going to blame the firearm, we need to blame the car. Right? But how can you put someone in jail? How can you, if they catch this guy, this mass shooter, and we're banning guns over this, or a part of gun, we're trying, I mean, they'd have, they'd ban it if they could, but they're trying to ban a certain type of gun. Let's say he uses a ghost gun because ghost guns are a problem. Then how can you put him in jail? He didn't commit the crime, the gun did. And if he didn't have access to the gun, the crime wouldn't happen, right? So how can you put this guy in jail? Because it's not his fault. It's the firearm's fault. Yeah, it doesn't sound right, does it? So that means that anyone that goes out and shoots anybody for any reason should not go to jail. And I'm surprised lawyers aren't arguing this. Right? I mean, if you're going to uh, start making legislation to keep an object used in a crime out of the hands of our population, then that means that that object has to be causing the crime. I can't take Collins, Eric, because WSN can't hear any anything other than me. So, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's, I, every time I talk about this firearm deal, I get aggravated. 
I would, Eric. I would, I would love to uh, have people on, but the the problem is, WSN is two hours as well, right? And I can't just have the the back hour of WSN where they're not hearing half of it, and, you know. But so, but that's it's not a big deal because I got a lot to talk about anyway. Um, and I know Raccoon's definitely in agreement with me on this. I've talked to Raccoon enough that I know he agrees. Um, but. I want you to think about that. Why aren't we legislating um, pain medicine? That kills 96,000 Americans a year. Sorry, drugs kill 96,000 Americans a year. Pain medicine kills 70% of them. When I say pain medicine, I'm really referring to fentanyl. You know why they don't? Because it doesn't, if they did, it completely contradicts their immigration argument. So Biden wants to lift Title 42, if, not, if they haven't lifted it already. Title 42 is supposedly uh, keeps immigrants coming here that are trying to uh, seek asylum. It keeps them from applying for asylum. And basically it allows, you know, when it put it in place for Trump. By the way, Trump put this in place during COVID so that uh, they didn't risk illegal people coming in here and bringing a disease that everybody was claiming to be dying from at that point in time. Sounds legitimate, right? I mean, Biden did ban travel from South Africa, but don't fucking ban travel from the Southern border here. All right. Oh, and by the way, when the Haitians want to come through the Southern border and sit on a bridge, don't let them in after they had a massive hurt, uh, earthquake. Don't let the Cubans in because they voted for Trump. Only the Mexicans and everyone that's that's in that Central America area and then maybe down to... Don't let the Venezuelans in, by the way, either because they don't like communism and they'll vote for Trump. But anyone else, you can let them in. So it's not even fair. Uh, and... Said can't get the tax if they don't know about the gun. Richie, but the person's still paying sales tax. I get what you're saying, but and they're not paying for the background check either, right? Whatever. <laughs> I get what you're saying, though. But uh, if they ban, if they started legislating uh, people, like if they started blaming people for the deaths when with this gun violence, right? For the shootings, for the mass shootings, if they started blaming the person, not the object, then they would have to start blaming the fucking Mexicans and the cartels that are smuggling drugs and people illegally across the southern border because i was listening to a liberal on tiktok the other day that i've had him on the show by the way and he's a very 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 intelligent person one of the best debates i've had very intelligent but i was listening to a show every, like i do every once in a while on tiktok and he went on and was saying first of all he was completely wrong about the what asylum means uh but he was saying they weren't illegal because they're seeking asylum you're not seeking asylum if you're coming from mexico which is a democratic country by the way you're not seeking asylum unless you're coming from Venezuela. That's the only country I know of that you're seeking asylum from. Asylum is a political refugee. The people in Ukraine will be seeking asylum because they got a fucking conflict, a war going on. That's asylum. Mexico is not asylum. Mexico is just corrupt, but that has nothing to do with, you know, that's neither here nor there. Those people are not seeking asylum. Uh, 
And he said, you know, very little are are actually smuggling drugs drugs through. That's wrong too. Because the majority of drugs, whether they're grown in Mexico or not, are coming up through the southern border. This is per the Border Patrol government website, by the way. Because he was like, where's those sources? It's on the Border Patrol website. A government website, .gov. Like 250 plus thousand illegals a month that we know of have been crossing. It's more than doubled the monthly average monthly numbers since Biden has been in office. There's over a million people have illegally crossed the Mexi- the southern border that we know of this year alone since October because their their 12 year deal is October to, to September. That's their their rolling 12. So far, so we're, what is that? Uh, seven months in, over a million people. You know, Michael Jordan. Uh, I got this quote from watching the Last Dance, but some of y'all may have heard it. Now he took it a different way, but if you had a jar full of Skittles, and let's say it's full of a thousand Skittles, but ten percent of them were poisonous and would kill you immediately for eating them, would you eat any of those Skittles? Fuck no. Michael Jordan says, well, how bad's a headache, right? Oh, because they were saying it would cure your headache or kill you. And he's like, well, how bad's a headache, right? But no, if 10% of a thousand Skittles in front of you in a bowl were poisonous and would kill you, and you, you would not even think about eating one. If there was one in there, you wouldn't think about eating one, right? So why are we okay with, you know, if there's a million illegal immigrants coming over for, and let's say 90% of them are coming over for, legitimate good reasons they're still breaking the law by the way but let's just say they're they're you know good people but 10 of them 10 percent of them are bringing drugs in a lot of that's fentanyl that's killing ninety six thousand americans a year or they're smuggling people or they're going to come commit a crime then why does that not give you a cause to vet every single person that tries to come in? And that's being nice because I don't think we should let any of them illegally. I don't care where you're from, what your circumstances are, you abide by the country's rules that you're trying to go and live in. Because if you're not willing to abide by it when you're coming here, then you're damn sure not fucking willing to abide by it when you're already here. Breaking the law is breaking the law. People say, well, you know, your ancestors came. Uh, they didn't have to do that. Uh, bullshit. My ancestors came through. First of all, my ancestors were either came over uh, just after the Mayflower that I've traced back, or they came over from Ireland. And their names are documented from coming off of a ship in New York City at Ellis Island, which, by the way, was the legal way to come in here. They followed the fucking law. It's simple. It's a simple equation. I don't care what the circumstances were. That was the way they were told to do it, so they did it. They did not break the law. We, let's stop giving excuses to these people. You know, let's stop giving excuses to anyone. And, you know, I just thought about my freaking little Skittle arguments kind of irrelevant when it comes to the liberals because they fucking let a 1% population with the transsexuals compete against women. So obviously they don't take that into consideration, right? They just oh, just let them all do it. 
They don't care about how small the populations are. But it's it's a, there's a lot of inconsistency. I just ask you to be consistent, right? I don't care if you believe a certain way. That's fine. But don't say that the gun's killing people. But the um, you know, don't blame uh, a person for something else. Don't put someone in jail for murder if the gun's the one committing the murder. The person's just the accessory. Not the other way around, according to the Democrats. And an unregistered firearm, honestly, is irrelevant. In 95% of cases. I've tried to find the statistics. It's very hard. uh, Because, again, when you go to look at the statistics on how many ghost guns are used in a crime, the majority of them are them finding the firearms that have the serial number scratched off, which the criminal is going to do anyway. That... But Biden is talking about the do-it-yourself kids. And if you don't believe me, it's in the articles. Go read it. It's in his speech. He said this. I'm not going off anything. I'm not making shit up. This is what he said. All right? And the do-it, you don't have a way to tell that the do-it-yourself kid is the one committing the crime, right? So Kentucky Prepper says no different than Biden allowing more Pollution in the air rather than a pipeline. Yeah, that's a good. No, another conversation, but that's a good point. Uh, no different than Pelosi buying a house on the beach when they're saying that the uh, ice caps are melting and the oceans are going to rise. Sounds like a piss poor investment. And we know the Pelosi's are not bad investors. We know they're damn good investors. In fact, they're too good of investors. So they've thought it through. They got, they know. They know something we don't. Uh, Eric says, you're going to have douchebags in society no matter what. Those same people who say that those coming in legally through Ellis Island came here illegally. Those people are products of a corrupt education system teaching them to be apologists and appeasers. So it shows how ignorant and stupid stupid they are. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Richie says, they ain't eating the same Skittles as the rest of us. No, they're not. But, again, there has to be consistency. There's one little thing I will give credit to Biden for. At least he didn't have an AR-15 out there. Talking about the ghost guns. He had a pistol, at least. So at least he got the, the gun that's committing the majority of these shootings. At least he got that right, right? But, I know. so I know of the... Shooting last week in Sacramento and then the one that took place this morning in New York City. We don't know the details on that, but you had those two. I didn't get a chance to look, but I'm curious to see how many mass shootings, which by the way, mass shooting is just when I believe it's three or more people get shot at the same time. Uh, How many of those happened in Chicago this week? Maybe double? So maybe four or five? Just in a matter of a two-day weekend? How many of those happened in L.A.? How many mass shootings were there in New York City this past weekend from gang violence? Not counting the one this morning. I'd imagine around either the same amount or double. So more than two. We always want to focus on the objects that fit the agenda, but we don't want to focus on the people and what's actually causing this. Let's go back to Sandy Hook. 
Sandy Hook, I can't remember his name. It was Adam um, Adam something. But uh, he was mentally ill and on medicine. His mom and dad were divorced, but his mom allowed him to go off of that medication. Doctor tried to get him on. Adam Lanza, that's right. Doctor tried to get him back on it, and I think his dad was trying to pressure him to go back on it, but his mom let him off of it. His mom is the one he lived with, and his mom was the one that bought the firearm illegally. She owned it, not him. And she's also the one that knew he was fucked in the head and didn't store it properly. She's dead. She He shot her, and then he went and committed a terrible crime. A horrendous crime. But we want to focus on the gun he used. We don't want to focus on why was he fucked in the head in the first place. Was it because his parents got divorced and had issues? Was his dad a drunk? Was his mom a drunk? Was his mom abusive or his dad abusive? Did his dad fucking molest him? What? There had to be something that got him that way, right? Eric says his mom must have had a death or dying wish. Yeah, when you think about it. But but there was, had to be something there. But we don't want to look back on that. Now, we, we want to look back far enough to see, okay, he was mentally ill. So that way we can argue against mentally ill people having firearms. But we don't want to argue why he's mentally ill. Why? Well, because you got to take a medicine for it. And when you have to take a medicine for it, then pharmaceutical company is going to profit from it. Same thing for pain medicine, right? We want to focus on, okay, so fentanyl's bad drug. I get it. I think we sh fentanyl should never be legalized. But why are people dying from fentanyl? What's getting them hooked on it? What's making someone go and just, hey, I'm going to try fentanyl? The majority of the time, it's because they are addicted to a pain medication that was prescribed to them by the doctor. So why aren't we prosecuting doctors for being irresponsible when prescribing medication? You know, there, this is a long list of contradictions. You know, why aren't we uh, looking at, well, why is so much gang violence and gun violence happening in inner cities? Well, a lot of the gang activity revolves around drugs. Where do a lot of the drugs come from? Oh, that's right. Like I said before, they're coming from the asshole of the U.S. and the fucking southern border. And our back bottom end down there. Because we don't want to shut it down now. We don't want to have that conversation. We don't want to look at any solution. In fact, list Title 42. Just let them fucking come in. Open the border up. Hell, let's even... To, to entice them to come in, we're going to try and pass voting legislation that will kind of allow them to vote, potentially. When people wonder why... You know, there's there can be such hostility towards leftists. And when I say leftists, you know, Saul Blue and I had this conversation. I really mean the progressives. That's more of what I mean. I don't like that spectrum of right and left because I think it's all skewed. But the progressives, um, I think you hear a lot of hostile arguments towards them is because they're just fucking stupid. Say, I can't believe you're talking like that. I'm just being honest. Some of them are, the thing that is, some of the progressives are some of the smartest people in our society. These Silicon Valley 
people can do things on computers and technologically that are just mind-boggling, the technology that they've created. And they're so... Rich, he said, I didn't say progressive, right? I, said, I didn't say regressive, right? Uh, but some of them are just so smart, but they're so stupid. You heard that term, you're book smart, you're not common sense smart, you're not street smart. A lot of them lack street smart. They lack common sense. They're good at reading words. They're good at reading computers. They're good at building things sometimes, but they're not good at, you know, interacting. They're not good at, uh, you know, seeing things as what they truly are. And as analytical as these people are, because I'm an analytical person, they're far more ahead of me when it comes to being analytical. You would think that they would sit there and think back, okay, well, what is the cause? We, we know what the result was. We know that 10 people were, got shot, but what caused it? Okay, you got the firearm. Well, I'm 49 minutes into the show. I have a loaded firearm in front of me. Still hasn't fired. I have another big, you know, uh, really evil-looking, mean-looking firearm right here in my left. Hadn't fired yet. Uh, well, there has to be another part of the equation, right? I mean, you have X plus Y equals, you know, 10 people shot. So Y of that equation is the gun. Well, what's X? Well, X is the fucking person. And, you know, uh, he said, I I should be on Facebook. Did you try to check? Is it not working? Or he's just saying, by the way, I'm talking. Facebook's been a little bit lenient with me with how I talk in these videos, by the way. And this will be up on YouTube later. Now, they may, when I upload it on YouTube, say that it's... uh. Um, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? That it's uh, mature content and make you click that little approval. Rumble doesn't make you do that, but because I have guns in the video, they're going to, Facebook's going to hit me on that. Or not Facebook, YouTube. But, you know, it's really, really, and I know everyone agrees with me, it's, it's really frustrating that they don't want to look past it, right? I try to pride myself, and I'm a victim of this. I get, I'm guilty of it too sometimes. But I try to always look back, regardless of what my views are. I try to look all the way back at the whole equation and analyze it and then discuss it. If it's something that I was wrong about, I'll say I'm wrong. If it's something that I didn't agree with before, didn't fit my narrative, then, you know, Whatever. I was wrong. It doesn't fit my narrative. Right is right. Wrong is wrong. And they're wrong when it comes to the gun control debate. The numbers don't add up. I've gone over numbers before. I'm not even going to go into the numbers. I will say one thing, though. As far as the AR-15s are concerned, less than 500 of the 30,000 gun deaths occur from a rifle, period, let alone an AR-15, which is in that category. It's probably half of those. Or less than half of those. I mean... Uh, the, but the statistics don't add up and we are putting people in jail for murder as we should. And, but, but we want to blame the gun. The United States is a very large country and we're a very diverse country. 
we will have these problems no matter what. No matter what. You're going to have guns. Even if guns were completely outlawed, you're going to have crime. You're going to have uh, racism. You're going to have uh, xenophobia. You're going to have freaking discrimination. All of that. Why? Because human uh, human nature throughout our entire, what, 100,000 year history has shown that we will always fight wars. We will always want to gain ground. We will always try to take people over and have influence. We will... It, it's us. It's not all of us, but it's a, a, a large enough population of us that we see it, right? For the most part, you know, we're not going around shooting people. For the most part, we're not being racist. For the most part, we get along fine. But you have the people in our society that are mixed in that do do all that bad shit. And it's been going on for thousands of years. Thousands of years. And occasionally you get the wrong person that does all that stuff. And you get them in power like Adolf Hitler or Joseph Stalin. and they Or a, a Popot. Or a Mao. And they go and they kill hundreds of millions combined, right? Oh, sorry, that's that's just communism. My bad. That's not a person. That's just a fucking ideology. <laughs> what I'm getting at, though, is it's not going to stop anything. If you ban guns, all you're doing is giving the government more control over the population, but there's still going to be crime in the population. The only people that get screwed are the regular everyday people. And the people that get even more screwed are the law-abiding people that live in these high-crime areas. They get double-screwed. Because they're going to experience that stuff no matter what. And the what you need to actually do, like what is the solution? The solution is to stop worrying about the damn gun Stop worrying about infringing on the inalienable rights granted to us by the U.S. Constitution as citizens of the United States of America. Stop trying to fucking modify it and manipulate it and take from us and start focusing on the whys that are driving these people to do something so crazy. Right? Why? Go look at the doctor's office that Adam Lanza went to and what medication they were prescribing him, why he didn't like taking it, because there's notes. I guarantee you Adam Lanza went to the doctor and told the doctor why he didn't like taking medication or told his mom or his dad. You know, I wonder if Adam Lanza was even... He probably was a normal person, but he was probably a little bit hyper growing up. Probably had a little hard time paying attention. And instead of just whooping his ass, uh, they probably went and put him on some kind of fucked up medication that's screwed with his head. We don't have that a conversation though, do we? We don't we don't do do we want to go down that route? And I'm not talking about like ADHD medicine like like Adderall or something like that. 
which that can play into it too. I'm not even going down that path. I'm just talking about other things. You know, how much of it is the parents just didn't want to deal with the kid? How much of it is that the kid was neglected, not because the parent was working so much, but because they just maybe didn't even want the child in the first place. And so they just don't pay attention to him. I don't know. You know, was what the parents were divorced. Was the dad fucking some other woman? Was the mom fucking some other guy? And that caused problems? When did they get divorced? By the way, there is data out there that shows that, you know, if a parents get divorced at a certain point in a child's life, it has a very big impact on them in a bad way. You know, what caused that? And I, I get things happen. But how many of these mass shooters have a mom and a dad, you know, another brother and sister with siblings and were, you know, in a good home, a good family, hardworking family? Do you, how many, give me that statistic. Is there, is that number out there? I don't I think a lot of them are like only child, ch uh, child or, uh, and parents were divorced or if they even had parents. By the way, that statistic would be overwhelming as far as single-parent uh, households and the child that's going and committing a crime. Overwhelming. It's, 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 I, I haven't even looked at the number, but I guarantee you it, it's overwhelming. But we don't want to focus on that. You know, we don't want to focus on uh, financial literacy. You know, we don't want to focus on uh, what is driving the parents to be drug addicts that's then rubbing off on the child. We don't want to have that conversation. There's so many variables we need to look into. You know what they say? Oh, no, we're going to give $100 million to, inner, to uh, inner cities that are experiencing high gun crimes so we can study uh, and invest in programs to try and deter gun violence. Okay, so you're going to give $100 million to an unspecified person because uh, as far as I've seen in any inner city, it doesn't look like they're getting much of that $100 million. So it's going somewhere, and then it's going to a program to deter gun violence. So what is it doing? Training people that when they see a gun and it's pointed at them, they can use the right words to try and stop that person from shooting them? Is that what this is? What, what fucking program is being funded to try and curb gun violence in the inner cities? Sounds like a fucking money laundering scandal. Because it, the shit has not changed. There's, these programs have been going on forever, and it has gotten worse. <laughs> it, let's be honest here, right? It doesn't work. You know, I'm not saying we need to police more in these communities. That's a whole other conversation, right? But but funding for these these programs, you know... <laughs> You're just waiting. Hell, just give the people in the inner cities a cut of the fucking money. That'd probably help it a lot, help a lot more because, you know, what's a hundred? I don't know. How many people live in downtown uh, uh, Nashville here in the inner city, right? Uh, I don't know, maybe 20, 30,000? Divide 100 million by 20, 30,000. Someone, please tell me what that number is. Split it up evenly. Probably enough to fucking stop uh, crime for another two, three, four months. And I'm not, 
about social welfare at all. But if we're going to spend money, we might as well do it in a far more efficient way than some dumbass program that some nonprofit's going to fucking funnel money through. <laughs> it, that's the shit that has a problem. And you know what's even worse, though? Is, and, and I wish I could take Collins. I can't just because the WSM, which is fine, because I know people are going to... Don't, just hear me out when I say this, all right? Is that when a politician, right or left, uh, gives the idea that we should cut funding to these programs, the people in the inner cities are freaking out, saying, oh, he wants to stop money from funneling in the inner cities. When the fuck have you ever received any of that money or seen anything that it's done? Please tell me. You haven't. So we do need to cut it. It's not going to you. It's not helping you because they, there's still violence in your neighborhood. It's not doing anything. It's not doing shit. It's a waste of money. Hell, I would say it's a bigger, you have a better chance of sending the $20 million, upping that to the $100 million, and sending it to fucking Pakistan to do gender studies for a Muslim community that does, that fucking, what kills you if you're gay. Think about that. <laughs> Think about the stupidity in that. You know what's, you know what's funny? Can we declare war on wealth? No, wealth is not bad. Wealth isn't the problem. Well, the problem is stupid spending and insanity thinking that we're going to keep funding the same things, expecting different results. It's literally the definition of, of, uh, insanity wealth and the ability for people to become wealthy is not what's causing crime all right it's what's causing crime is politicians putting in spending provisions for these programs that don't work all right that uh, they still have a private priv prison system in place that needs people going to jail. So they have a parole or pr whatever, pro parole probation or whatever. So when these people get out, they're fucked from the get-go and they're immediately going back. You know, it's like, oh, you're in the system now. You're not getting out. Yeah, because they don't want you to get out because you have private prisons. There's <laughs> no money in it. And... Uh, you know, we, we're we just going to keep doing I want Think about the stupidity of, of the, the Muslim thing, by the way. Muslims are, it's, it's well documented that Muslims do not approve of being gay. So let's give them tens of millions of dollars in a COVID relief package to find out if they're gay. We're setting people up for failure on that one, I think. You know, it's just crazy to me. But if we're going to spend the money, there are better ways that you could directly help people. Or that you could study or try to find the actual root causes to these problems. But it doesn't start with the gun. It doesn't start with the ability to get a gun. All right? It doesn't start with the ability to make a gun. It starts with a person. 
the gun is just the avenue they they decided to take you know to commit the crime and you know right now it's probably a little different because there's a shortage on ammonium nitrate but if they didn't have guns and russia wasn't halting the exporting of uh fertilizer products they could have easily just went you know to the store bought some diesel but then again diesel's expensive too so i guess that was kind of a bad option at the moment but they could have gotten some diesel some ammonium nitrate and blew the fuck out of the the new york subway and killed a hell of a lot more people and that's probably what would have happened if this crazy fuck didn't have a gun uh who's the guy that did the oklahoma city bombing that's what he did that's what he used good idea Mike. now i'm gonna be a shutdown for for freaking uh there's a term for that where i'm aiding and abetting timothy mcveigh there you go you know, Richie says, uh, that's why they have no Verizon and no Disney, huh? Yeah. The, the Disney thing, by the way, I think I saw somewhere that they had just arrested uh, quite a bit of people in a pedophile ring. Is that true? I knew that they were, you know, being accused of, like, uh, trying to indoctrinate children and all that. But the whole pedophile thing, that just came out. Um said talking about Muslim countries, the Verizon Disney, yeah. That's a good point too. There's a lot of problems. People have a lot of problems here in the United States. We have it, like I said, we have a very diverse nation. We have a very populated nation. And blaming an inanimate object is the wrong way to go about this. It's and it's even I want to even emphasize that because you have not only the people that voted against you, Biden, that own firearms, but a lot of the people that voted for you own firearms too, legally. Remember, Biden's also the guy that got out there and said that if someone's breaking in your house, you don't need an AR-15. Just get a double barrel shotgun, aim it out the door, and fire two, two blasts, and they'll run away. So he is actually advocating that you fire indiscriminately outside of your door to scare someone off instead of just uh, point, aim, and shooting at only one person. By the way, a shotgun has uh, pellets that spread. <laughs> so you're really looking for problems there, right? Or I can just fire one round or two rounds at one person that's actually trying to hurt me. And we end the issue there. Again, there's no consistency. There's no common sense. It's depending on the shell. It doesn't matter. Hell, okay. I can use a pistol or I can use a, sh a slug. Uh, Dave Chappelle has a funny ass uh, joke on that, by the way. <laughs> In one of his recent stand-ups <laughs> with the birdshot or buckshot. <laughs> so funny. But it's just crazy to me. We have the immigration talk. We want to address immigration, okay. But if they start blaming people instead of the guns, then they have to also blame the people that are running the drugs into the country. And they can't do that. People don't cause crimes. All right? The things that cause the crimes are the, the, the uh, objects they're using when they commit them. All right. If you went and beat the fuck out of your wife, it's probably because you're wearing a hat. 
and the hat got you to do it. Just you, you weren't thinking right. Or it was, it was lined with lead like or mercury like uh, was it King King Henry the Eighth that killed his wives? <laughs> you know, and he went crazy. The hat's making you crazy. That's probably what it was. Except when it comes to shooting up heroin, the needle's not the problem. And because it's not the problem, we're actually going to send you needles in these little drug kits. And, you know, hopefully you do it safely. Well, if you're going to send them needles, at least you could send me a couple 223 rounds. I'll use them safely. <laughs> right? I won't, I won't, hell, I won't even use it on a person. I just want to, I just need some ammunition. <laughs> you know? Hell, send me some Tannerite. Yeah, Mercury Mad Hatter with uh, King Henry VIII. I mean, there's... I don't get how people argue against the gun debate, you know? Uh, and I also want to say this, too, to be fair. And I, uh, Pook and Jesse were both, when we were, uh, when we had that conversation with Saul Blue Sister on the Friendly Differences show, talking about gun control... Gun control should be enforced evenly throughout any demographic. And rights should be expressed and practiced throughout any demographic. Which means, black people, go and act on your Second Amendment right. Go buy a gun. I hope you do. I want you to. Everyone should. Everyone should vote. Everyone should express free speech. The freedom of religion. They should be able to criticize their politicians equally, and they should be able to buy guns equally, barring you're not someone that's dangerous. And when I say someone that's dangerous, like a felon, or, you know, if you have like an actual known mental disorder, that's a little different. By the way, they do background checks when you buy these guns. When you go buy a gun at the gun store, they do a background check. And in my state, if you go to the gun store and you want to buy two or three guns on the same day, you will do a background check back-to-back back for each and every firearm, even though you're buying all of them at the same time and the guy just saw the exact same background chip come back and you haven't left the building and nothing's changed since five minutes ago. So they actually go overboard with the background checks. And guns, just like cars, are a large part of our economy and our society. It has been since the day... Sorry, guns are a larger part of our society here in the United States. Why? Because they are literally the very thing that allowed us to create this great country and for you politicians to be in the position that you're in is our right to bear arms. And it is America. It's as much America as our republic. I don't like the term democracy. It's as much of America as our republic and the right to vote and the right to our free speech. If not more, because it actually protects those rights, but it's actually the ones that got us those rights in the first place. Cars just happened in the last century. But we teach driver's ed in high school. We teach you not to drink and drive. We teach you to wear your seatbelt, but we don't want to teach gun safety. There's more guns in the United States than there are cars. You know, uh, Pook says, remember the images I showed you? It was a young girl not a political side, and the shade of her skin was irrelevant. Yeah. It, exactly. It, 
see, I hate the whole racist debate around this. Like, you know, and it's sad because like the Kyle Rittenhouse thing, you know, people bring up, you know, would Kyle Rittenhouse have been tried differently if he was black? He may have. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to sit here and argue. Maybe he would have, but he shouldn't have. And anyone that went back and actually watched all of the evidence that was replayed in that trial, which for some reason I saw yesterday, someone was actually still arguing that Kyle Rittenhouse was guilty. And I'm just like, really? We're like seven months past this thing. And there was undeniable, undisputable evidence that he was protecting himself. And if it was a black kid, I would hope that it would be the same outcome. Uh, I think I told uh, Lisa in our conversation when all those those BLM riots were happening, there was that little militia, the the black militia in Georgia. I saw they were they were like literally looked like uh, the military. I mean, they were loaded for bear. These people it was all black people, men and women. <laughs> Thanks, see, uh, and they were marching, an armed militia. I had no problem with it, no problem. People were thinking like, oh yeah, see. You know, people are going to get mad about that. Hope, you know, they're going to have problems. They ain't going to like those black people marching with them guns. I do actually like it. I may not agree with everything you protest or what your causes, but I 100% support you and you going around and carrying a weapon like that. I have no problem with it. I wouldn't even be scared around you at all. I see people walk into Walmart with a gun on their hip. You think I care? No, I don't think twice. Hell, I know he's probably not the guy that's going to shoot anyone. Now, I do think he's probably the first guy that's going to get shot if someone does come in there and start shooting up the place because they can see that he has the gun on him. But I don't get worried about that. Just like I don't get worried about this pistol an hour and 15 minutes into the podcast that still hasn't shot around, and it's loaded. I showed you. By the way, it's got 29 in the the magazine now and one in the chamber. Hadn't gone off yet. My AR-15 hasn't gone off yet. Maybe it's going to wait in the last minute and screw me over here. But, and I've, I've gone on about this long enough. I just, some things I get, you know, I go on rants about and I just drag it on because my mind just gets all, uh, it's like, it, it, you know, like you have a computer meltdown. Like that's what happens to my brain when I hear this stupidity of, of these arguments. And what our politicians propose they do to solve them. So he might be the guy that shoots a shooter in the store. He might. You're right, Pook. I was just, I was kidding. But he might be. Uh, when you have a cop, think about this. When you have a cop around you. Uh, I'm trying to think of like a situation here. Let's say you were at a theme park. Or, you got a better one. Let's say you're at a a high school football game in a very bad area of town. They have cops that are working the high school football game. Would you feel safer with the cops and the guys with the guns there than you would if they weren't there at all? I feel a hell of a lot safer. No matter how you feel about cops, they're definitely the first person you call when something goes wrong. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I mean, uh, the whole George Floyd thing happened, right? You saw how, like, the I mean, gosh, it put police in a very dangerous position. It's not like, I mean, obviously, people's feelings towards cops have been going on like this for a while. But the same people that were protesting 
the police, were calling the police or trying to get the police to arrest, um, you know, people that were protesting against them. So you had these riots against police brutality, yet they wanted the police there to oversee and make sure they were protected during these rallies. And you know what? Those police, give them credit. They fucking went. And they did their job. And they sat there while people spit on them. They chanted against them. Knowing, openly knowing. By the way, these aren't just white cops. These are black cops and Mexican cops and Spanish. All different races. And they sat there and took the beating. While everyone protested them. Everyone spit on them, threw rocks at them, whatever. They were there. So you can't deny that. They were also the first people you would call if there was a crime committed. Regardless of how you feel about them. And I don't want to hear, well, there's no other alternative. Then you tell me what the fuck other alternative there is. You want me to go police you? No. I'd be terrible. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be freaking scared if someone, if I saw a gun and they are going to point at me, I'd, I'd be shooting immediately. I'm just telling you right now. I'd be way too trigger happy. Why? Because I don't have that kind of experience. So I'm not going to sit here and judge anyone else. And I'm not saying shoot anyone that's running away. It's a whole different story. But what I'm getting at is, you know, okay, well, we just want more kindness, right? We wanted to have a different kind of, we want community policing, like, but we, not community policing, like having cops that are from the community policing there, which I don't know why they don't do that more. That's probably the best way to approach this. But, uh, you know, they they want like a like a damn neighborhood watch or something, but no guns. Okay, so we're south side of Chicago. Police are gone. Get them out. Defund them. Let's have a neighborhood watch, but they're not allowed to have guns. They can have bats or something. <laughs> Good luck. That's why they didn't hand fucking Ukrainian citizens bats. They were wanting to build Molotov cocktails. And shipping AK-47s over there. Why? Because you can't bring a fucking knife or a bat to a gunfight. And then they were sending them uh, anti-defense weapons because they can't bring a knife or a bat to a damn uh, MiG-29 fight. <laughs> he said, this ain't a gun, it's a pistol. What are you uh, referring to there? <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying, I think. And anyone that goes on and, th and says that we do not have, we have guns to, f to, for hunting purposes and you don't need an AR-15 for hunting. You're right. I don't need any gun for hunting because I bow hunt. I don't care what Jester does or anyone else does. They can go f screw them. Hell, I think I'm okay if we actually only had a bow season. I know that's going to go down really unpopularly. I love bow hunting. Just, I don't, hell. More deer for me. He said, well, fuck you too. Uh, I think we should get, I would be fine with that. Extend the bow season longer so I can hunt through mid-February instead of February 10th. I'm going to go to like the end of February in Alabama. And, uh, you know, don't let us use a gun. So I don't need it. But I do need a gun to protect me from the person that's trying to take it, like the government, because that's what the Second Amendment says. It's not for hunting purposes. I don't need an AR-15 to hunt. You're right. But it is useful. 
And people do use it, especially when you have a child that's hunting. AR-15s are very easy to operate and shoot, especially for a young kid. Yes, young kids hunt responsibly too. By the way, you don't have any hunters that are committing mass shootings. You also don't have any members of the NRA that are committing mass shootings. Funny how that works out, huh? The, the way they talk about the NRA, you would think it's all of the members of the NRA that are blowing people's doors down, you know, killing 10, 15 people at a time. No, I don't think one mass shooting has occurred uh, by a member of the NRA. If it was, then it was the Vegas guy and that's it. And I don't think he was a part of the NRA either, but that's the only one I can think of that would actually have been a part of it that owned those guns 100% legally. Uh, well, the guy from um, the that shot the gay nightclub, he, he owned the gun legally, but he wasn't an AR, NRA member. He said, do deer have Kevlar vests? No, they don't. Can we get a knife season? Good luck with that. A spear season, maybe. But regardless, it's not about hunting. All right? I'm fine with alternatives to hunting. But I'm not fine with you taking my guns away and I have nothing. I have nothing to protect me. You know, if I'm a Ukrainian, I have nothing to protect me from the Russians. Why do you think they're passing guns out? How much easier do you think it would have been logistically if Ukraine, since they left the Soviet Union in the 90s, allowed all of their citizens the right to bear arms and buy, buy ammunition? Do you think Russia would have ever attempted to go in there and invade? Hell no. Because they would have immediately been able to mobilize all of those adults that Zelensky mandated to stay there and fight. You know, I think they only uh, um, handed out like 10,000 AKs. They had how many millions of, of men they mandated between 18 and 60 to stay behind and fight, but they only handed like a, tens of thousands of AKs out. And then uh, one of the podcasts... We listened to Eric Eric that had the Ukrainian woman on the show. She said, Ukrainians don't really, it's not popular to own firearms there. Some people have them, but not many. This WAP doesn't lie, that's right. Do you think that they they would have been much better off if they could have had guns? Because they wouldn't have been able to put a ground force in at all. Hardly. It would have been very tough. And when people say, you know, you're not going to be able to fight like Biden, right? Oh, you can't fight against the F-15s and the nuclear warheads. Well, fucking Ukraine's kicking some Russian ass right now, aren't they? And a lot of them are, are civilians. They're whooping that ass. But 20 plus thousand Russian soldiers have died so far per the Kremlin. And they they downplay everything. They don't want anyone knowing nothing. They're the ones that reported that number. Not me. Not the U.S. It was them. 20 plus thousand in a month. And a lot of people are fighting and having problems with are the civilians. So yeah, you can fight the F-15s and the MiG-29s with firearms. You know why? Because it takes a ground force to be successful. And that ground force is getting that ass tore up in Ukraine right now. And that same thing would be a hundred to a thousand times worse if they tried to come here. Because we're already ready. And not only are we ready, have you not seen all the videos on YouTube and TikTok? We have people that are fucking living for that. Jester has spent probably 20 plus years fucking prepping for that day. 
Like, I wish a motherfucker would. <laughs> That's how people here in the United States actually approach it. You know? I guarantee you the attitude in the United States, if we were about to get invaded, think about this. And let's not, uh, let's get, you know, dismiss the fact that if we were about to get invaded, then our military probably failed immensely overseas somewhere and there's big problems going on. Let's just say that we were in the same situation as like Ukraine, like Canada was going to invade us, right? So we have our military, like Ukraine has. You would have some people that are like kind of worried, okay, you know, we'll see what happens, right? But we have a good military. But I would say like 50 to 60% of gun owners would be like, oh my God, I, I just got fucking drafted to the NFL. Like, I'm so happy. I cannot believe this is actually happening. Hell, I'm going to take a month vacation. Hell, some employers may get paid leave for it. <laughs> it would turn into, it, a Canadian invasion would turn into a fucking invasion of Canada. We said, well, well, fuck, you know, it's taking them too damn long to to mount forces. Like, what did it take Putin, right? Like, uh, he started in last month or March to get 175,000 soldiers and all the tanks and the medical supplies. We'd see Canada, you know, getting ready to do that. And, uh, you know, what was it, January, I think, our news was really reporting on this. Like, hey, we had a problem with Russia. Like, they're going to go invade Ukraine. The U.S., you know... Hell, they didn't invade till February 24th, right? We would have fucking went into Canada. You know, damn, they're taking too long. You know what? Fuck this. Let's just go. We'll meet them there. <laughs> we would have been in Toronto, you know, and before they even decided on a date to cross the, the border. It's, it's, it's our, it's just a part of us. And don't try and change it. In fact, take pride in it. Yeah, we have some fucked up things that happen. Absolutely. We have some fucked up people here. We have a lot of serial killers. I wonder what the um, serial killer rate is compared to other countries here. We probably got more per capita than other countries, I would imagine. So that's something to look at, right? We probably have more drug addicts than other countries. We probably got, you know, like there's, um, <laughs> the gray area says, I haven't been caught yet. <laughs> Stop. But, you know, it's, <laughs> I'm joking about this, but I'm serious at the same time. I mean, <laughs> let's go back to the invasion thing. Cause I like, to, I'm kind of, you know, I'm right about this. If we knew that someone was going to invade us from the South, the Southern border or, uh, you know, from Canada. Hell, if someone's going to invade us from Mexico, Mexico would be trying to invoke fucking Title 42 on our ass because we're crossing there illegally trying to go take that shit to them. <laughs> the roles would flip pretty quick. Like, it's just, what does he say? Just get you a RD-406 gun, no need for lethal force and super quiet. I don't know what an RD-406 is. Are you talking, is that like a, a rubber round or a uh, a rubber round? <laughs> Do it. You know, RDDS. I haven't heard of that. 
I'm sitting here laughing at this invasion thing because it's funny because I know how it is. And I've seen these TikTok videos and they're they're so funny to me. It'll have like, there's one this this guy shooting a uh, a machine gun, like one of those uh MG uh what are the what are the someone put it in the comment, the ones that are the the US uses now. Not the one the older ones, the ones they use now. It's the um was it MG um I don't know, 140 or some shit. I don't know the actual gun, but he was shooting one of those. And the video cuts, it was, it was one of those stitched videos, and he goes, that's why no one's going to invade the U.S. Because people are looking for an excuse to literally use, use that. Like, we have crazy fucking people here. When I say crazy, I mean crazy in a good way. Like, they're itching to try and go to war. I mean, there's people here that may not have volunteered to go to battle or to go to the military. There's also people that tried to get into the military that physically weren't able to. But damn it, they didn't want to go. And they are just, I mean, they just, just give them an excuse. Like, I wish Russia would, right? You better have 10,000 nuclear warheads to drop on us first because it's not you're not going to be able to do it any other re way. This, there's no other way to do it. And I wish Ukraine was in that same situation. And they are. They're still doing very well, but it could have been a hell of a lot worse for Russia if they would have done it our way. So, uh, I, I'll take Collins. We got about 30 minutes left. I'll take Collins now. Uh, then it's not giving WSN too long there, but I can carry that conversation on. But, it's, whoever wants to call in, go ahead and call in. Uh, we have this conversation going, but I've talked about everything I wanted to kind of ramble on today. And I have to go through and make sure I'm not saying th too uh, many foul words that YouTube won't take it down. And I know some of you fucking assholes want to call in because you were all calling in while I was ranting <laughs> and denying it. So don't leave me hanging now. Eric, do you got anything? Nothing I can really think of, but, um, you know, I just posted, like, you know, what Kevin Sorbo tweeted yesterday um, that I retweeted, like, I think you would enjoy it. The last four letters in American, I can. The last four letters in Republican, I can. The last four letters in Democrat, rats. End of lesson. <laughs> Test to follow in November 2022. Oh I, you might remember him from Hercu the, that TV show, Hercules. Yeah. That's funny. That's a good joke. You know, there's also a reason why they have a donkey as their as their logo too, right? <laughs> no. Fucking well, jackasses. you know what they also call a donkey? Um, an ass or a jackass. Well, that's what I just said, right? It's a bunch of jackasses. I always thought it was pretty fitting. And I know Pook's in here. And I look, I like Pook so much. Like, you know, Pook is we talk and I'm just giving him a hard time. But yeah. Uh you know they have their downfalls too, right? But the elephant in the room. Or yeah, but the, I mean, the big elephant in the room is, you know, being addressed right now, though. So it's not necessarily a bad thing, but uh, I'm surprised it's not a rhino because we got a lot of those. And that's just <laughs> that, as bad. Too bad they didn't do like a rhinoceros or, yeah, it should or be. for the Democrats, if you have dinos or, you know, like they don't have an image of a dinosaur. I will, you know, and hell, I'm a Republican, but their new logo should be the fucking little vagina hats that the... Uh, those um, Me Too people were wearing. That's what our logo should be. Because that's all our, a lot of our Republicans are a bunch of pussies. 
<laughs> you guys got uh, yeah. this is the second time in like two weeks I've gone on a episode like this and just let loose. And this is like completely different from what the show has been. By the way, we're an hour and 32 minutes into the show now. And the pistol hasn't gone off yet. He said never offended. That's good. I'm glad. Because uh, there's going to be someone that is offended for you once I upload this video. Sly says, pick your favorite ex-president from Clinton, Obama, or Biden. Oh, it'd be Clinton for sure. Bill? That, there's no, well, there's not probably, even a, a debate on that. A mini I mean, would probably consider him to be quasi-Republican because um, when Republicans yeah. took back control of the, the House for the first time in 40 years in the Senate. Yeah, I mean, Clinton was so but, conservative that the South Southern states voted for him. But, you know, then you say, well, Georgia voted for Biden. Yeah, right. Uh, but Clinton got a lot of the Southern vote. And when you actually go back, there's a lot of conservative um, financial people like like Arthur Laffer, you know, Laffer curve, uh, Reaganomics, that whole deal. He actually likes Clinton. He thinks Clinton was great because of his a lot of the policies that he did. You know, I was young then, but if you had to choose between those three, Clinton would, would definitely have to be that. I think Clinton is, you know, for the most part, considered a popular president. I mean, hell, he was no different. I mean, okay, if you had to go have a beer with one of them, Biden can remember where the bar's at. Obama probably wouldn't go, and Clinton be down there before you. So which one do you want to hang out with, right? Uh <laughs> Yeah, they, hey, as long as I, Hillary stays home. Oh, he didn't care about Hillary. Well, <laughs> oh, Who I called Hillary. News. <laughs> I can't believe um, Juanita that. Broderick got suspended from Twitter. I saw that because a because a tweet offended somebody. I saw that. I saw that, uh, and that's sad. That's freaking crazy. I can't believe I, I just said what I just said though. But <laughs> Bill went to the topless bar. Yeah, I mean, you know. I don't uh, know. Which I like do you have to say titties? Yeah, but you know, like I do this uh, when when we have a presidential election. I do something that always crosses my mind is, would I like to hang out with that guy? You know, and like if I hung out with them, what would they be like? Well, Bush seems like he'd be pretty cool. I don't like. I didn't. I think Bush was a terrible president, but I, you know, he seemed like he'd be cool. Hell, him and Putin went fishing, and went to his ranch. Like he think he, he does things I like to do, right? Bill seems like a cool guy to go have a beer with. At least younger Bill. Uh pre-heart attack Bill. <laughs> but you know, hell, Bill got caught doing half the things that a lot of guys wish they could do. <laughs> you know, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but I'm just being honest. And he said, God bless Clinton sleeping with that monster of a wife. That's true. Makes you do wonder his judgment, right? <laughs> I mean, I didn't say Bill Clinton had good judgment. He obviously didn't. If he's getting head in the Oval Office and then lying about it, but you know, we've all been there, right? <laughs> uh, I can say that because none of us have been there because none of us have probably even been in the Oval Office. So I'm trying to relate. So if Britt hears well, this, I've never done that, Britt. All right, I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, she's an educator. Is Jill actually a doctor? I imagine she's a doctor because she probably you're not going to just call her a doctor, but she's a doctor in education. That's not a big deal. 
What's that mean? That just means you're above average in indoctrinating people. She's a well-read communist. That's what it is. Yeah, still more than others. You're right. I wonder if she has student loan debt still. Be interesting to find out. Um. <laughs> okay, I just thought about this with a student. Imagine if Joe Biden still had student loan debt. Because she went and got her doctorates, right? And Biden keeps uh, postponing repayments on student loans. He just uh, postponed it again until August. Now, I don't think that he's sitting there having this conversation with Jill, but would that not be taken as a conflict of interest? <laughs> you're postponing something that's benefiting a family member. And then you're actually considering forgiving him too. Maybe that's what's keeping him from forgiving the loans too because he knows, well, shit, I got this whole Hunter Biden thing going on. And I can't have people hitting me on forgetting, you know, my wife's <laughs> student loans either. He goes, I uh, lobbyist was, money paid for her doctorate degrees. Yeah, and uh, I don't believe interest was frozen, Pook. I don't, I don't, I, I can't remember. I know it was during COVID though, because you can make payments just on principle during COVID. Uh, but I don't know if interest was, and that'd be very interesting to go look too. I think it is though. I think interest is frozen, but it would be interesting to go see. If it was, and if it wasn't, that would be a major problem. Because people think, oh yeah, I've really gotten away with not paying on the student loans for two years. But all the progress that you made on those loans before that, if you were paying, is completely wiped out. And you're going to go right back to where you were. So why replacing the corporate tax cuts? You know, I was going to talk about the corporate tax stuff uh, with gas because yesterday I talked about the whole kind of economics behind this situation in Ukraine and the supply and demand, the oil and all that. And I was trying to think, how could you regain leverage in the oil market over Saudi Arabia? You You would have to do something, right? And then you would have to somehow incentivize oil companies to produce more gas or to produce more oil, sorry, uh, here domestically, because according to Biden administration, the permits are out there. They're choosing not to utilize them. So I was saying, well, you could find them for not utilizing permits that were issued to them that could have been issued to someone else. You could find them for that, but you could also, if they really aren't paying any taxes, then just cut taxes and not, you know, have them pay any for the time being and, you know, try and bring that uh, overseas production that they are doing back here. And that'd be one way to do it, I guess, you know, but they wouldn't want to hear that conversation. They wouldn't even want to hear that suggestion. Oh, they're not paying taxes according to Democrats. But if I suggested, well, why don't you just cut taxes completely for them then since they're not paying it anyway. Oh, no, we can't do that. Well, why? Are they are they evading taxes? Or are they actually paying them and you're saying they're evading them? Because if they're actually paying them, then I can see why you don't want to cut the tax rates. But if they're not paying them, then it doesn't fucking matter anyway. And I'm, not, I'm just talking about the short term. But you got to do something to incentivize them. Uh, and I'm not saying this is the right thing to do. I was just, it was just a random thought on how you could try and drive production back here 
you know, if they really are not utilizing permits that are handed out to them and the Biden administration is telling them that they can pump more, then that's a big problem because they're basically price gouging. They're taking advantage of, of a, you know, a supply problem at that point. Like they could help Americans. And, you know, that's a whole other conversation, but, you know, what they should do with these uh, ghost guns, by the way, they should just uh, bump the uh, sales tax rate one or two percent on them. There you go. You fixed your problem. You got your money. And the other thing I don't think Democrats realize is they are the best advertisement for firearm companies. There's no better advertisement than a pissed off Democrat politician. <laughs> no better advertisement for firearms or ammunition at all. Sales skyrocket when they are talk- having this rhetoric. It's almost like they know this and they're invested in these companies. Could be. And they're doing reverse psychology on us. Because as obvious as it is, they still do it. It's like, let's curb gun violence. Okay, well, you know, okay, well, you see how you're acting. And then you see when you get mad and you start making these statements, what happens with gun sales. So do the opposite. He's like, I ain't afraid of no ghost. That's because you won't even know if a ghost is there. It's a problem. You'll never see it. Um, let's see. We got. I don't know how much time. I know we got. what Let's... song he was referring to, so I had to add that. Who you gonna call? Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I love That's that Biden song. is <laughs> Biden's old Ghostbuster up there in the White House. God, stupid. Fuck. I bet he is. I bet I bet he would scare away the ghost of our past. Good job, Eric. That's what I'm gonna start calling Joe Biden. Old Ghostbuster. I'm gonna frick I have a parody video now I'm making. I've been I have one put together. <laughs> I needed like one more little joke clip to put in there, and you just gave it to me, and I appreciate it, Eric. And I'm gonna put it on Facebook. Y'all gonna laugh your ass. And, and you and you can also give credit to Richie too. <laughs> yeah, Ghostbuster. I'm put the damn Ghostbuster song in there. Talking about ghost guns. Who are you gonna call? It's old Ghostbuster. <laughs> Gosh. And uh, he can bring along um, corn pops. Jester says, put that on TikTok. <laughs> Jester, the videos I'm talking about is what got me banned on TikTok before and why I can't do the live shows on TikTok. So I lost 12,000 followers because I put one of these <laughs> clips up. And. Uh, by the way, you oh, know what you actually check out to a Patriot Mama. Oh, you know what got me uh, the, like the last straw for them was I got a bullying uh, infraction. They said I was bullying because I made a clip, <laughs> and it's it's actually uploaded on my one now. Uh, remember in the Kyle Rittenhouse trial when the uh, the uh, prosecutor aimed the AR-15 at the the jury. And uh, you know that scene out of uh, the other guys, uh, the desk pop scene where he fires it and everyone ducks. So I had edited it to where he lifts that gun up, points at the jury, and then it goes right over to the other guys where the gun goes off and everyone ducks as a joke. And they said I was bullying him for it. 
you know, bullying is like you're making fun of someone innocent. It's not making fun of a dumbass that's pointing a firearm that he did not check was loaded or not with his finger on the trigger, by the way, and the boat closed at the people trying to prosecute his case for him. That's not innocent. That's stupid. Again, there's only one unlimited resource in this world, and that's stupidity. TikTok handle via DM. Oh, but I'll send you to a Patriot Mama's handle. I think you would enjoy her. Uh, you know, it's all a joke. You know, I are these politicians? You know, do they have the right? Uh, you know, are are they? Uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Are they? Genuine when they're talking about this stuff, and eh, maybe someone like an AOC when she's talking about gun violence, because I understand she probably never been around guns, she doesn't know shit about guns, and she just thinks it's the right thing to do sometimes. She's as much of an idiot that I would agree with that. But Biden, uh, I bet you there's probably um, pictures of him with firearms or someone in his family with firearms. And that brings me to another point. The president is probably the most guarded person in this whole world. I think we can agree on that. And don't you think that if a firearm was deadly, that they would have, and especially a ghost gun at that, that they would have allowed him in his talk yesterday to actually pick up the gun himself and show it to everyone? Oh, no. Too much risk. Think about that. If the firearm is so deadly, they would not have allowed the president of the United States to be anywhere near it. Just like they would not allow uh, his Secret Service. They'd be very, very, very eerie of his Secret Service carrying firearms. They wouldn't let anyone guard the White House with firearms. And they would have extensive training for the firearms. When I say for the firearms, they would teach the firearms how to use the humans. Okay? Make sure you have the safety on the human at all times. All right? Don't aim the human at anyone until you're ready to kill someone. And just know that that human can go off at any time. And make sure you clean the human. Keep it well oiled down and lubricated. Okay? (laughs) Like, think about this. They would not allow... Do you think they allow the president around landmines? Probably not. Right? They, do they allow the president around uh, an active fire? No. Do they allow the president around any kind of uh, street drugs? Fuck Biden. He's probably taking methamphetamines to keep him awake, so I don't know on that one. But do they allow the president around... Actually, I'm surprised they allowed the president around his dogs. His dogs have hurt more people than any firearm at the White House has, by the way. Dogs bitten two people, sent one in the hospital. They didn't kill the dog. (coughs) And by the way, I'm of the opinion that the dog is the product of the owner. Therefore, if that dog's biting two people, it's because your owner is a fucking asshole. To people and to the dog. Because they see how you treat other people and they see how you treat them. You know, like... 
That just tells you right there. Why hasn't the dog been put down then? I don't know, Richie, but it hasn't. And we're not talking about, it's not like some little, you know, Yorkie here. I think it's a German Shepherd or something close to it. Like, these are smart dogs. Like, German Shepherds literally are molded to the people that are training them. <laughs> you know, there's a reason why the police and the military use German Shepherds. And so if a German Shepherd's out there biting people, you fucked up as an owner. And one of the people, I believe was a reporter. And the other one was someone that was walking the dog for him. Because Biden's ass is too old to walk him. But, you know, that just shows you right there what kind of person Biden is and how much time he puts into the dog. He's probably just got the dog. Have you seen that movie, The Campaign? I think you have, Eric, right? You seen that movie, The Campaign? With Will Ferrell and uh, Zach Galifianakis? Uh, and they're trying to rebrand Zach Galifianakis when he's doing his campaign. So so they bring in a dog to try and make like make it like he's a more, you know, like that they're more of an American kind of family. You know, they get like this special kind of dog. Uh and uh yeah, that's probably what Biden did, right? Oh, we got a good dog, right? Cuz we're Catholic. We got the dog, right? Got my kids. Since the kids a crackhead. Um, that's a, I guess that's a pretty American family, <laughs> but you know, he got his wife. He's from blue collar area. You know, I'm from, uh, uh, what's that fucking place he's from Scranton. You know, I think when I hear Scranton is Dunder Mifflin <laughs> from the office. <laughs> that's what it is. That's where they're at. Scranton, right? Blue collar. My dad worked as an old, an old man. My dad worked as a, as a manufacturer. My dad worked in the firearm industry. I know how it worked, Jack. My dad got pegged in pornos. I know what that industry's like. <laughs> He's fucking done everything. Goddamn dad's Forrest Gump over here. Biden's the damn American uh, um, Odyssey. <laughs> you know? Been everywhere, done everything, knows everything, has a story for everything. And even talks more realistic and, and more mentally ill than Forrest Gump did. He probably would have played the be the role better. Biden is Michael Scott. Biden, Michael Scott, I would have voted for Michael Scott 20 times over before I voted for Joe Biden. Michael Scott at least runs a successful branch of a paper company there. Okay? I don't think that branch failed. Now, they, I think they were talking about closing it a couple times, but ultimately, I don't think it ended up failing. You know, and... Uh, they didn't fire him for a reason. But I don't know what has got me on this roll. I know it's got me on it, but look, Biden, I'm sorry. I made too much fun of you today. Uh, I apologize. I still feel the way I do. You know, it's not fair for me to be making fun of someone who's mentally handicapped. I apologize. But with that said, they haven't invoked the, the was it twenty fifth amendment, so you're more than capable of doing your job. So stop being an idiot. I don't care. Look, I don't care if you gotta take methamphetamines all day. I don't care. But don't start going down this route of stupidity saying that you know the guns are the problem here and the guns are not the problem.
All right. A gun hadn't pulled its own trigger. I'm an hour and 52 minutes into this podcast now. Show everyone on Facebook. Probably going to get kicked off. I have my pistol here. Completely loaded. Has not fired once. It's impossible. Go find a case. Please, someone go find a case where a gun has loaded itself and where it has shot itself. And Sal Blue, you can call in and I can explain it. <laughs> uh, you kind of missed the whole thing. I just, the mentally handicapped thing just came about because I've kind of been trying to be funny for the last couple minutes. But I was discussing uh, the press conference yesterday regarding ghost guns and comments that have been made. Uh, he said, she said, I figured that uh, about how, you know, we're going to investigate the gun and the gun are the problem, but we're going to put the person in jail, right? We're banning the gun because the gun's at fault, but the person's going to jail. And it went down a long road of how it's very contradicting. It's what they used to call Bush. Yeah, they did. Some people called Trump that too. I think if you're going to call Trump anything, you could make the case for like mad or crazy, but I don't think he's mentally handicapped. I think he's very intelligent. He's just crazy, right? Biden's not crazy. Biden's pretty tame for the most part hell biden when he gets mad he actually whispers he lowers his volume you know and so it, it has to be the the handicap the the mentally declining part is what that is i don't know but you know and and let's be honest and i think we talked about this on your show earlier you got to be fucked in the head to want to be president anyway or any well-known politician for that matter and I've said this before. You know, I mean, how many sane people probably count your hand, and usually the sane ones are the ones getting shot. If you go back and look at our presidents, the ones that have been shot, they're usually the most sane. <laughs> you got Reagan, Kennedy, you got Lincoln. Who else? McKinley got shot. Who else got shot? There's been a couple. But, you know, those are the ones you really don't hear of having mental issues. <laughs> and Reagan was going, he had Alzheimer's. <laughs> he had a mental issue. You know, and... uh. Hamilton wasn't president, Richie. But he got shot, but he voluntarily got shot in a in a way, right? He 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 got shot in a duel. So you gotta be fucked in the head to do that too. Uh but he wasn't a president. And I'm sure other presidents had gotten shot when they were in the military or something or doing something dumb. But I'm just saying that after all this, this whole long ran I've done uh you know I don't care who it is I don't care who's making the argument but be consistent all right realize that it's not the inanimate object realize that if someone wants to go build a gun we have more than enough talented people with the simple skill of drilling out metal or polymer or plastic, or resin, or whatever. Especially with today's technology, we have 3D printers. You know how long it would take someone to get the dimensions of my AR-15 lower here? Let's say one of my friends, and he had a 3D printer, type it in a computer, and uh, go make that? A lot. A lot of people could do that. There's a lot of people that can hack bank accounts and steal money and do credit card fraud. Think about this. Worry about people, you know, building guns that aren't uh, 
traceable because they don't have a serial number, which the majority of them aren't causing a problem, but we're, you know, we're not, how about all the people that have the skill set to go and utilize technology in a bad way for cyber attacks, for ransomware, right? Like all of that, like there's so many different examples you could try and make here and it just does not fit. But because we're in that election year, right? We're, 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 uh, everything's Putin's fault. Everything's a gun's fault, right? We got to try and keep pushing this build back better plan. We got to try and keep pushing this other shit. And then either they get it done and they don't do a damn thing the next two years until the presidential election, or they don't get it done and they either win or lose the House and the Senate during this presidential election, either side, and they still won't do shit until leading up until the presidential election. They will not do anything for a, one year, at least following the midterms. Regardless of whatever happens between now until then, they would not do anything. When I was explaining to Brit, who's Australian, about how our presidents work, right? I told her, I said, they usually spend the first four years trying to get reelected. And the last four years is when they try and get the big stuff done. Obama got Obamacare passed in 2012 after he was reelected. You know, and it's true. We don't have people in office that are getting reelected based off of, you know, the good things they did. Trump tried that and it didn't work uh, because you have enough people that don't think he did good things. So that doesn't work. So that means you have to literally spend your money and a lot of your time. And this goes for all of them in that first term, trying to stay in power for the next term. Because if you're only a four-year president, you're basically nothing. Who remembers four-year presidents? Well, we really only remember the ones that have been assassinated, like Kennedy. No one remembers Bush one, really, except for his uh, Desert Storm debacle. He's not credited with the Cold War, which the Soviet Union fell in 1991. Why? Because Reagan was the one that had the relationship with Gorbachev, the whole Berlin Wall speech, and led up to that, right? Uh, Johnson? How long was Johnson in office? Six years? Not eight? I don't um, think... I think he was in there for five years. Five years, yeah. Because... You know, good. Um, he got a first... He got a full... Like a full... Like a four-year term, but he didn't seek mm -hmm. another one in 68. And then... Um, um, Gerald Ford was only in there for like two years at least. Eight. And then, of course, Jimmy Carter was a four-year president. Yeah, you don't hear nothing well. about... You hear a little bit about Carter. But... Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of that has more to do with because he was right before Reagan. And Reagan was such yeah. a overwhelmingly popular person during the elections, right? And you had a lot of yes. stuff going on with inflation, all that at that the the split there between Carter and Reagan. But you still don't hear a lot about uh Carter. You don't hear anything about Ford. You hear a little bit you know, Linda B. Johnson was the president when the Civil Rights Act was passed. Now Linda B. Johnson was a oh, yes. staunch racist. Well-known racist, but he well, was still the president when that bill passed. You know, he's also the president well, during Vietnam, but you don't hear anything about him. Right. And I think like George H.W. Bush, you know, with his four-year presidency, the, the one thing people will probably remember about him is when he said, 
read my lips. No new taxes. And that, and he really sold a bill of goods there big time. Yeah, but again... But I think you're about to hit your two-minute warning. We haven't gotten the warning yet. But what I want to say, again, with that, right? Uh, the only thing you really know him for is the first desert storm. And a lot of people don't even think too much about that. It wasn't all that big of a deal unless you kind of start studying history and the impact it had later on. But, uh, you know, you don't hear it a lot about four-year presidents. Someone name me another one. Uh, John Adams. That's it. It's the only one. I think he was only four years. And the big thing with him was that he had a, an important presidency because he was the first president to lose an election and voluntarily step down, which set the trend for every other president thereafter, right? Because, it, again, we were an experiment, and we uh, Washington didn't want to be king. He chose to be a president. We have the first president in history. Washington didn't lose an election, though, and he was so popular, like he was basically put in that position. When he's done... After eight years, he decided, I'm only going to do eight years. Um, when Adams goes in, he wins the election, but he loses. The first one to lose, and he decides, I'm going to step down and and do a transfer of power, which was something that n has never, ever happened really like that voluntarily ever in history. So that was important. That's why you hear about Adams. Plus, he played a, a large role in uh, the Revolutionary War and is one of the founding fathers. But... He's also the first vice president. But, you know, other than that, four-year presidents, they're not heard of. They're not. So, as far as they're aware, uh, you know, you it's eight years or it's nothing. And that's a shame because that's not how it should be. You should get reelected on your actions. Good. Traditionally, like when you're an incumbent president, um, you're able to easily win re-election, um, but because because your name is already you know really recognized and established, um, mm -hmm. but and but you I can use the money Clinton, too. You have money behind mm -hmm. you. This is people don't realize too, but, right? But but of course, um, but you know it could be like with Clinton when he defeated George H. W. Bush or Reagan when he defeated Jimmy Carter. Um, mm -hmm. You know that that Carter and George H. W. Bush could have easily had an an advantage, but but I think um, you know I think pe people you know I think saw fit to to vote for somebody at those times that um, we had all the inflation that, that stuff going on then too, and that, that, that want to go in a new direction and. Yeah. And I know Solid Blue Sister voted for Carter, but Lisa, you have to admit, Reagan was a smooth talking man. I don't know why, they but it, I've been getting yeah. I mean, I've been getting recommended videos of him, like his jokes. His jokes are hilarious, by the way. But he was extremely smooth. <laughs> like you, you know, he's an actor, actor, right? I know, I know, and that plays large. But he was a very like charming person, like you know, smooth guy when he talks. He would insult you, but it really wouldn't be that big of a, you know, it's like, it's funny. Uh, the other guy's laughing, but it, it wasn't even bad, right? Um, and I mean, that no, probably played really a big role in him. Oh, yeah. He could turn things, you know, and, and his jokes were hilarious. I, 
But that probably played a big role in him getting elected as well. His persona, you know, and uh, Mm -hmm. I think that that's what hurts Trump. For some people, right? His persona isn't there with everyone. For me, what I liked about Trump was he was simple when he talked. He doesn't use big words. Right. And I'm not a big word well, person. <laughs> and, and I know, you know, Trump, would, you know, we, we get that he would oftentimes like put his foot in his mouth and say things that, that, that people would be like, I can't believe he said that. But the thing about Trump is, um, he, you know, he was the kind of person who wasn't afraid to say what was on his mind. Well, at least he's not, you know, he calling had, for regime he, change from a, a nuclear, another nuclear power. Right. I mean, or saying that government well, spending doesn't, doesn't, uh, you know, when Biden goes, people think government spending keeps causing inflation. When the government spends more money, that does not cause well, inflation. You idiot. Really? One, and another upside about Trump, too, is that no new wars or conflicts started under him. But but if you look at it this way, he could probably be like a real-life version of Scarlett O'Hara, who um, who was no fan of war. And, you know, being no fan of war makes you very dangerous yeah. because you have a culture in politics that mm-hmm. want to make money off of wars and conflicts. You know, not not just here at home, but but abroad. Yeah. Have you seen? I think that's not right either. There's a video um, of Trump. This is so funny. It's a it's a it's a 